Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am your host, Ben. I am here with Andy. And once again, because we don't leave unfinished business, here comes MJC. How is it going? We're, we're about to talk even more wrestling. <laughs> you already know it. Andy, let them know where they can find us at. Yes, if you want to find us, you can find all things podcast-related at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. You will also find our Facebook and Twitter links at that place. All these fancy links will be in the show notes. Indeed. If you recall from our last episode, and if you haven't listened to it, you're probably going to want to go back and listen before you listen to this one. We drafted our own wrestling territory. Today we're going to tell you what these territories are going to look like, but first we do have some unfinished business. First and foremost, we have decided after much deliberation, we're going to add one last pick to each round. So this will be a lightning round style pick so that we can get these quickly and get into talking. Uh, We will start with the men's main card once again. Andy, who is your supplemental draft pick? pick for your men's main card all right so i've been thinking about this one and i wanted him originally i'm gonna just pull finn balor into this you andy <laughs> all right michael who are you going to take since andy poached your pick because i know that's who you wanted go with okada I think okay. uh, people are overlooking Okada because he's over in Japan, but he's a big dude. He has a cool look, uh, and I need a little bit more diversity in, in, in my men's main card, so I'm going with Okada. I ain't mad with it. Um, hmm. I like your uh, diversity talk. Cause, well, I don't know. Never mind. I'm fairly diverse. I'm wrong. Um, man, I don't know who to go with, but he's not on anybody's radar right now. He's not on anybody's roster currently. I'm going to go with Chris Jericho because La Bubble can be anywhere he wants to be. <laughs> um, Michael, I will give you the first pick in the women's main card for the supplemental draft. All right. So I feel like I am heavy in the like dominant people in, in in the women's division. Uh so I'm gonna go with someone who's kind of like would probably be an underdog. Uh I'm gonna go with uh just double checking that she was not picked. Uh Liv Morgan. I'm gonna go with Liv Morgan Ooh, to, to, to fill that out. Andy, since you actually had an opinion on it, go ahead and make your pick next. <laughs> well I was going to go with Liv Morgan, um, but uh, MJC stole her from right under me. So I'm going to bring in... I'm going to bring in Ruby Riot. You motherfucker. It was actually my alternate if I wouldn't have gotten to pick first. <laughs> like, and Liv Morgan was taken. That's who I was going to pick, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But I had a backup in mind. I'm going to go with Selena Vega. Ah, there you go. Mm, that's a good one. Um, we all agree there's no more tag teams that we need to draft. We yeah. would have to reunite 
tag teams at this point <laughs> in order to to do this again. Uh, yep. So yeah. We will move to the women's mid card where uh, I'm going to take the first pick this time. And I'm actually going to pass it to you, Michael, because I need a minute. I'm going to go Penelope Ford <laughs> as my next pick. Uh, pretty good. I don't know what like her... like. I don't feel like she wrestles enough, but she seems yeah. like she has some potential there. So I'm going to go with Penelope Ford uh, just because Ruby Riot was taken. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, go ahead, Andy. All right, so I am going to go with Casey Catanzaro. I was tempted for that one. She's like perfect for the mid card, like underdog. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man. I hate you so much right now. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, to close out my women's mid-car, I'm going to go with uh, Mercedes Martinez. All right. Solid pick. I debated about picking her in uh, the original uh, run. And who did you take again? We didn't write them down. Uh, Penelope Ford. And Andy. Casey Catanzaro. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. All right. And finally, our last pick for the men's mid card. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, boy. Um, you know what? We have a lot of serious seriousness in this, uh, in this whole promotion. We're going to, we're going to bring in our truth. Okay. Uh, uh, Michael. Who you got next? I got Gargano. So you've already got oh, no, oh, no, I know. Okay, I, yeah. So that that's why I, I'm gonna go with Champa. It just makes sense. That's... There is a lot of flippy dudes that I was thinking, but I have already a lot of flippy dudes. So uh, I'll let Will Osprey slide and a couple other people, uh, so I can get Tommaso Champa to to be there uh, to cause havoc and be the tough guy. I like it. Uh, last pick on my mid card. I'm going with Apollo Cruz. Not similar. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, we don't need more announcers. So as <laughs> as we've seen there, we now have our completed rosters. Uh, and now what we are going to do is kind of lay out what we envision with the roster that we have here. Um, what we think our promotion would look like or and i'll go first uh to kind of give the other guys a little bit of an idea of what we're looking at um so first and foremost as i said in the previous episode i am running the wwf the warren wrestling i decided to go with foundation instead of federation so sue me Make it a little bit more wholesome something like that uh first and foremost right off the that I immediately decided that I wanted my men's main title to be represented by the big gold belt that you saw in WCW or more recently seen in WWE circa like I think 2010 was the last time it was around. Um, if I had to put a belt on 
a wrestler that I have under contract, which we do, I am going to put it on Brock Lesnar because while I don't want him at every show, I want the champion to be something special, something that you don't see every day, a uh, pay-per-view draw kind of thing because, again, a lot of my decisions were based on marketing. So I definitely want to keep my champion off everyday TV. Brock fits that bill pretty well. Uh, to get a number one contender, I definitely am probably going to throw a fatal four-way together. Uh, that fatal four-way will consist of Brian Cage, Big E Langston, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. So a whole lot of beef in the ring at one time. Uh, of those four, I want to see Samoa Joe come out on top because Samoa Joe and Brock have had some fantastic matches in the past. And that is definitely what I would like to see on my company's first pay-per-view. Uh, I would also like to see Randy Orton and Jericho in some sort of like old man feud. Because they're both decent on the mic. And Randy Orton's legend killer persona has always been something that I have truly enjoyed. So I think with the current Chris Jericho that we have going against Randy Orton, I think you can hate both of them, but it would be who who's out healing who. I would love to see how the crowd would react to that matchup because they can both play either side of the fence. So that would be my men's main card. Does that help you guys understand a little bit better what was going yeah. on? Okay, cool. So since I have laid out my main card, do you want to go your whole promotion down or do you want to take breaks at your individual cards? We could just do each do the main card probably then, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I'm kind of hitting yeah. at. I don't know if you guys want to okay. go through your promotion. That sounds like yeah, we could just a lot each... of hearing one person talk. Yeah, we sure. could just switch yeah. between. All right. So uh, next on the main card, let's pass it to Andy. What would your, right. uh, what would your championship belt be? Who's your first champion, and how are you getting that first number one contender? And also, I'm going to add some ridiculousness to my promotion because I finally came up with a name. So, much like Billy Corgan runs a wrestling promotion, Trent Reznor decided to start the Nothing Wrestling Inc. and is going to run a very weird wrestling promotion. So the men's uh, main title, we're just going to go with the blue WWE Universal men's title. And... From the start, we're just giving uh, some wrestling royalty the championship right away, just to piss everybody off. Cody Rhodes is immediately going to just come out as the proclaimed company's champ, number one guy. It's everybody off, but really piss off the supernatural force that is Bray Wyatt as some iteration of the Fiend, who will very quickly kidnap him. And just take him off to some otherworldly kind of situation. While the rest of the guys are actually trying to figure out who the number one contender is going to be via a ladder match. That's a <laughs> hell of a ladder match. <laughs> yep. So That's you're going to have a... AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, John Moxley, and Kofi Kingston. That is and a Finn hell Ballard. of a ladder match. Yep. You're going to have your just championship again. Match. So my championship is just the blue Universal Championship. Okay, okay. I just wanted to get that visual of it on the ladder. <laughs> yes. Since yes. you weren't around in the days, I don't think you realize mm -hmm. the gold you have by sending Cody Rhodes to another dimension. 
you could so bring him back as Stardust. That's yep. true. He could come back as Stardust. <laughs> it is absolutely true, and it did cross my mind. Paper bag uh, era. I was having, having him just get kind of disappeared pretty quickly by yeah. the fiend. Can make himself conscious again, like he was when he was with oh, the yeah. paper bag and the the face shield. Right, right, right exactly. So much actual possibility with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. The thing is that once a ladder match kind of happens, I mean, you still have to. They have to get Cody Rhodes. Back Isn't Ted DiBiase a farmer now? Ted DiBiase Jr. You can bring him <laughs> back somehow. <laughs> oh God. Oh. So, so yeah. So your number my... one contender is going to be decided by a. A ladder match, yes. And then I'm assuming the winner of that ladder match is going to have to take on the Fiend to get the whereabouts of Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's going to actually have to take on the Fiend to get to Cody Rhodes. And then what condition we find Cody Rhodes in, we don't know. I'm just saying, if you don't have the Demon Finn Balor versus the Fiend, that don't have (laughs) nothing to do with your promotion. WWE, if you're listening. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Michael, lay it out for us, my friend. So, uh, my wrestling company will just be called The Wrestling Company. I'm going to go simple branding, going the Apple style of just TWC. The Wrestling Company will be my name. Uh, and Keith Lee will just be given the title from the start and told, run with it. And in order to find a number one contender, we're going to have a, a little mini tournament. So, in the, we'll have... Kenny Omega and Okada reunite their feud, and the winner of that will face the winner of MJF and Daniel Bryan to determine the number one contender for the Winged Eagle Eagle Championship belt that uh, will be uh, the championship for my brand. The white strapped Winged Eagle, so, so specifically. Uh, that will mean uh, Roman Reigns would have to feud with Karrion Cross just to keep them busy, which I think would be a great feud of heel Karrion Cross versus Roman Reigns uh, just to keep them busy because uh, I don't want them in the championship picture just yet. I would want that to be a slow burn. I don't think you put Roman Reigns in any sort of title picture for the start of a company. You you keep him and build towards that. And honestly, maybe put him on a little bit of a losing streak, having to go against, you know, Karrion Cross or uh, Kenny Omega, who I would want to be the Kenny Omega from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, and let Roman have to work towards a title as opposed to be given title shots with some lame authority figure story. Uh, would you keep the name Carrion Cross, or would you go back to the original Killer Cross? Um, I would probably keep uh, Carrion Cross. Okay. I don't mind. Killer Cross is just kind of eh uh, for me. Uh, but yeah, but he would have Scarlet as his manager, which I talked about in the uh, the last uh, episode. So just to have her kind of there stirring the pot against Roman Reigns, I think would be uh, pretty entertaining. Because uh, Roman Reigns is like that that guy in my division that is very easy to just strap a rocket to, uh, but I would rather hold on to that a little bit. And I think that's something that needed to happen with Roman <laughs> for a while. Uh, so just make him work for it a little bit more because he is a great wrestler. So just have him 
battling carrying cross for a little bit would be fantastic. Nice. I like it. That also establishes carrying cross uh, real well with, with maybe a win or two over Roman or just being mm-hmm. on par with Roman would look really good. Uh, sorry if I give feedback that you guys don't appreciate. I just, as soon as you no, guys I appreciate it out, it. I'm, I'm immediately like rolling in my head, like, oh man, that can go to this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, and, and in my head, like Kenny Omega probably beats Okada and MJF probably beats <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Just uh, add some heat to MJF. Uh, and then who wins from there would just be yeah. probably Kenny Omega to go well, against Keith Lee. Could you Keith imagine Lee. a Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, or Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega match? Yeah, that's why I wouldn't give it away right away. I would like yeah, have MJF go. immediately okay. go to it so then you can build towards that. All right, so we'll move to our women's main division. I think uh, I think our main card does look like it would get some butts in the seats across the board. Uh, Michael, you closed this out last time, so how about you open us up with your women's main division? So, uh, the championship title that we would use is the NXT UK women's title. I, I really like the the look of that. And it'll match some of the other titles that I would use later on. Uh, so I would use that as the championship, and that would be immediately given to Sasha Banks, uh, my first round pick. Uh, I would have her and Bailey kind of just do what they're currently doing and have them just be the heels. Uh, maybe I can knock Bailey down to the the mid card, but for a while, I want her to be right there with Sasha. And their first foe would be. Rhea Ripley to straight out the gate and Sasha and Bailey can do all the heel tactics they want to keep Rhea Ripley at bay uh, and then that's when you'll just get the avalanche of other women that I have in the division of EO and Tegan and Kaylee Ray trying to dethrone Sasha Banks with Bailey just always there lurking waiting for her chance at the main card title so it would be pretty simple, just kind of revolving around Sasha and Bailey, just trying to hold the division. And maybe Bailey drops down to grab the other belt. You can, I can get behind that. Um, and you said you're using the NXT, NXT UK women's title. Right? Yes, specifically okay. that one. Yeah. Yep. Um, Andy. Lay us out that women's main division for yourself. All right. So it's going to use the SmackDown Women's Championship because Trent likes blue and he just wants both the women's and men's belt to look very similar. So um, off the gate, um, Alexa Bliss is going to declare herself champion and she will have the belt, which will immediately... um, ignite the anger of everybody in the women's division, but especially Bianca Belair, um, who will just go into kind of let's destroy Alexa Bliss mode. Asuka and Becky are going to be feuding as far as who's the superior women's champ from all their previous battles, and it will just be a struggle for, for power. And get behind it. So I'm assuming that you're leaving Tony Storm, Sony Deville, and Ruby Riot to kind of fight amongst each other to who's going to be the next. They're kind of going to fight amongst each other to see who's going to kind of be in that in that t- that higher tier of the women's main between you know Bliss, Lynch, Oscar, Belair. Which one of those three is going to kind of 
actually insert themselves into the picture there. I like it. I like it. I like the idea of going heel bliss instead of face bliss. Yeah. Because I think yep. that works better. So I, I, I can get behind that. I'm going to start off. Uh, I want to use the WWE Women's Championship, uh, the Pre Divas belt. Um, if you can think back to that one, the very basic gold and red and black belt. Uh, my first champion, I actually really like the idea of a shit heel champion that can be on TV a lot in this case to promote the division because I feel like the belt brings eyes. I want that champion. Three options. To... Do what? Oh, yeah. I do <laughs> you have, have three like three options. I, I do, but I am specifically going to go with Britt Baker in this spot because what better way to have her talk and run her mouth uh, to get the heat on her while the rest of the division is wanting that belt. Now, when I say rest of the division in this case, I specifically mean Ikara, Carrie Sane, Naomi, and Zelina Vega, because I would like Tessa Blanchard and Charlotte Flair to initiate some sort of feud based on their father's involvement with the legendary stable, the Four Horsemen. So I would like to see some sort of power struggle match trying to prove who's the better I guess second generation there be yeah, they're both second generation wrestlers so who who's the better second generation wrestler once that's decided that is immediately who is challenging Britt Baker after they go through whoever comes out on top in the initial scrap so that's the way I look at it um moving to our tag team division Why don't you start us off, Andy? All right, so I went looking around at weird belts for this one because I didn't want to be boring. So uh, we're going to use the I was Japanese... hoping for consistency for you. No, you know. The Japanese heat-up tag team belt. Wow, that's very specific. I have to look up a picture of that, but look continue. It look it up. It's pretty fucking cool looking. Um, we are going to crown Miz and Morrison as champion uh, right off the bat. Um they will immediately feud with the Young Bucks, who will feel slighted by not being given champions since they are also old men. And we'll have some old men fights, essentially, in those two groups, uh, while the Street Profits and Viking Raiders continue um, just fucking around for a bit there in the background to see if either of them can kind of get a leg up. SCU and Shinsuke and Cesaro will also kind of battle out for who's the who's the tops there. I do like those belts. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool looking, right? Yeah, that's that's not bad. Not bad at all. That was I, got, a I, got a few other, I got a few other like curveballs for you guys on belts. I I can't wait. <laughs> um, let's hear your tag division, MJC. The title reuse is going to be the very specific World Tag Team Championships from WWE. Uh, that was used. It's kind of similar to like the the women's belt, where it's just like that gold, black with red. Uh, this was used from 2002 to 2010. I think it kind of matches some of my other titles. Uh, ben is just like, no, I just took his belts. Were those the ones you were thinking of? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Those were my belts. Yeah, those are the ones that I was thinking about. Uh, it was between that or the uh, the Attitude Era uh, belts for me. Uh, this one's hard uh, in terms of who I want as the champions. Uh, but I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz as my champions from the start. I just kind of want them to be straight up dirty tactic heels doing whatever they can to keep the belts. Um, but I want Red Dragon, a.k.a. Uh, Fish and Riley, to be the ones chasing it. I almost want them to be babyface uh, doing uh, the chase at them. Uh, just because they're just really good technical wrestlers, so I feel like they could pull that no bullshit type of wrestling thing. But also, when you know, maybe they pull some bullshit to uh, take the titles away uh, once they get it. Um, and then I would just have everyone else just kind of beating the shit out of the Lucha Party uh, any chance they get. Uh, everyone will just be beating the hell out of Lucha Party. Uh, and then I'll just have uh, the Gorillas of Destiny probably running with a heel, Kenny Omega. Um, so, like, they will be in the tag division, but they will also just kind of be there to be disruptive for the whole thing. And maybe there could be a potential little Bullet Club thing going. Uh, not necessarily name Bullet Club, but they would be there to help Kenny Omega and also just... They don't need the title. They'll just be there to disrupt things. Uh, and then Mustache Mountain are like the most solid uh, babyface team that I have. Uh, so they're going to be the underdog babyfaces to where you're going to root for them to win, but they can never just quite pull off that win uh, and do a long stretch story with them of will they finally win the big one uh, before they actually do. And there's, I have several heel teams that can take uh them to that point uh but okay. pretty straightforward for my my division just santana ortiz running dirty at the top red dragon chasing and everyone else just kind of being screwed over by a gorillas of destiny i don't hate it i like it I like it I do hate that you took my tag title <laughs> so sorry really really don't like that but uh we'll recover uh, I'm going to be using the NWA tag team titles, so a very similar gold belt style, similar to the main card belt. Um, honestly, I think my first champs uh, are going to be FTR. They have done; they've been so vocal about changes that need to be made. I want to make sure a big thing with my tag division is that very. Tag rules are followed. Counts are very very strict. No goofiness in the ring. Uh, tags have to be made with the tag rope being held. People staying on the apron. I don't want the funny business in tag team wrestling. I want it very straightforward. Go ahead. No, I'm just looking at your roster of tag people, and FTR yeah. is going to be frustrated as hell with the no bullshit tag division. Because <laughs> well, outside of the Good Brothers, there's a lot of like shenanigans that could happen, which would be entertaining as all hell. But that's what works. Because yeah. while defending the rules, they'll still be the bad guys that mm -hmm. nobody likes. So that's where I'm going to start. Um, I definitely see uh, Big Cass and 
Enzo being a heel, and I definitely see the Good Brothers being the other heel, another heel faction. So my good guys are going to be the Los Bros, the Broserweights, and Heavy Machinery. So I think I want to start Big Cass and Enzo. Uh, I want a tournament done to decide the number one contender. Um, the Good Brothers are not going to be entering the tournament out of respect for tag team wrestling. Um, they're going to sit out of the tournament. Uh, I want the Lucha Bros to team up against the Broserweights, Heavy Machinery against Big Cass and Enzo. Uh, coming out of that, I'm going to see Heavy Machinery and uh, Los Lucha Bros into the finals for the number one contender. Uh, Los Lucha Bros are going to get the win so that we can get the FTR being frustrated with the flippy nonsense tag team stuff to push that storyline forward. Um, And honestly, I would say we'd see a title change here. Give the Lucha Bros the title at our first pay-per-view and have the Good Brothers lay out the Lucha Bros and there be our next feud leading in. So now FTR is going to be working their way up, complaining the whole time that the Lucha Bros probably cheated somehow. But at the whole time, the Good Brothers now establishing themselves as the number one contender with possibly a stretcher job at the end of the pay-per-view when the Lucha Bros win. So. Either one of you can go next, whichever one wants to roll. Go for it. Lead away. All right. So, the women's mid-card is going to use... Um, We're not in the women's mid Wait, did we all lay our tag teams out? Yeah, I did my tag team yes. already. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I rambled so long, I forgot. Shit, son. All right, the women's mid-card is going to use the Zelo Pro Women's Championship belt. <laughs> really digging in there. I gotta look that up. <laughs> that is a uh, pink and neon green belt. It is horrifying. Why would you do that to them? Uh, they got a really good deal on this belt. Like, <laughs> we spent a lot of money on these contracts, so belts were uh, afterthought. So the uh, the holder of this belt actually um, is going to be Nikki Cross, given this belt by Alexa, since she is the women's champion. Uh, she will hand down the Zelo women's championship to Nikki Cross. Um, who will pretty quickly um, lose it to um, Mia Yim. And from there, I think we'd go into like some battle royales to, to figure out number one contender. Uh, should I go okay. next then? Go ahead. All right. Uh, so the belt I would use uh, for my med card is the current knockouts championship i like the way the look of it uh, i believe it's like silver color so it would, would be able to distinguish itself from the uh the women's uh main card title man my my, my title picks seem pretty vanilla compared to andy's deep cuts <laughs> andy but, is going with some deep cuts yeah uh, and we were worried about andy's like andy <laughs> might not have the the history with belts uh, but he's pulling some some good ones. Uh, for this one, I think I would put the title on Candice LeRae. And I would have her be a babyface. I really prefer her as a babyface. And I would have a heel Dakota Kai. Um, 
with Big Swole as her muscle going at uh, Candice LeRae. And the rest of the division um, would be uh, Chelsea Green just bullying uh, Zia Lee and uh, Chris Stratlander just kind of being there. You know, don't really have a plan for her. She's just there being weird. Uh, but I don't mean that as like, uh, 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 like as a shot against her. She's most likely closest to going to the main card. Uh, but there's always going to be the threat that Bailey, as a distraction from going after Sasha, will drop down to this division to get an easy pickup of this belt. So then we can get the uh like two woman power trip that they're currently doing but in the wrestling company and have potentially uh bailey and sasha holding both belts and just owning the division till we finally get the entire division against sasha banks and bailey to where they can't do shit in the division without having every single woman going after them uh to where they're kind of just stuck uh until one of them turns against each other uh and just to have like uh, an entire division hate on two of them would be good with them just healing it up uh, as good as they do that already uh but that would be my plan uh for my mid-card division i like that um i honestly the more i looked at this i didn't want to add a second belt to the women's division uh, mm-hmm. I would much rather it be focused on that one woman's title, but since I did label this mid-card, um, I want Mercedes Martinez, like, maybe doing an AEW-style power ranking. So we'll say, you know, like, top eight women are in championship contention. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Mercedes Martinez to be number nine on that list, and she's basically being the gatekeeper for everybody else. So you got to get through her to get into the big leagues because she is vicious. She's not been given the chance. So I feel like you have her be the gatekeeper for a little bit, just having match after match against the, the mid card women and some of the main card women. Um, basically just kind of, kind of do what we saw with Zach Ryder for a long time in WWE where like he was over, but he never went anywhere until we get to have our big crowning moment at some uh, multi-person paper, uh, multi-person match, and then have Mercedes eventually take the title. Um, one of those feel-good out of nowhere moments. So that's the way I kind of feel about the mid card. Just, just because, eh, I feel like two titles with only fourteen people. While for some reason it doesn't bother me as much with the, men, it bothers me with women. But I guess it's because I feel like they should all be going for the same belt. Because I feel like a lot of the, the the women are on a lot closer scale to me, um, with marketability and personality. It's hard for me to truly differentiate from like the main card and the mid card because it feels a lot closer than what you see in men's wrestling. I can see that it's easier to put a ceiling on a mid card men uh, division wrestler than the women's division who we're still in real life scratching the surface on. So a lot of them could easily find themselves in a championship picture. So I could see the logic behind not wanting a mid-card title because you don't know the ceiling on most of the women because none of them have really had a shot at doing it. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. Though you do have two 
hell of big forces in your main card division that would definitely probably prevent a good chunk of this division from ever standing a chance in a match. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard and Charlotte Flair. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, that's where I'd be on the, the. We have now covered our women's mid card. How about we cover the men's mid card? Let us start with honestly. I want to start with Andy because I want to cut of a belty. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta develop a story around this one. So, um. The uh, the men's mid card, since there's so much like they just they can't be in this ladder match like there's just way too much way too much heat for them to try to join anything. Um, Elias host a yacht rock cruise to Jamaica, um, in where all the men's mid card wrestlers are on. Uh, the current belt is the 24/7 belt when they depart on this cruise, and our truth is obviously the championship uh, championship holder. Uh, when they get to Jamaica, R-Truth trades for no discernible reason with a, the Caribbean Wrestling Association for the Caribbean Inter-Island Belt and declares that the new 24-7 belt for the uh, men's midcard. And uh, there it continues to be a uh, cruise, ship, um, cruise ship battles for, for this belt that changes from R-Truth to Lance Archer pretty quick and uh, Alistair Black gets in there for a bit as well um but you're basically just going to be handing this title around pretty good i like it <laughs> I, i'm sorry i i shouldn't have looked at my phone but there was some uh, wwe that just hit that had me oh, yeah i think yes. i know what you saw yeah Ooh, go ahead uh michael okay so I have some flippy people. Uh, so my title will be decided in a ladder match. Sorry to steal the ladder match idea. But because I have Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Johnny Gargano. I have them in a ladder match with Orange Cassidy. And oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy will win this with the classic. The belt fell off whoever picked it. Whoever was fighting <laughs> at the top of the ladder the belt falls to the ground and orange Cassidy didn't do shit. The entire match will casually pick up the title and be declared the winner. So you'll have Gargano, Zane, Ricochet, and Ciampa just murder themselves for this title that orange Cassidy will happily pick up and orange Cassidy will hold the title for a while because he won't defend it because you won't be able to get him to defend the title until Drew McIntyre introduces himself to the division and absolutely obliterates Orange Cassidy. I mean, I want, I love Orange Cassidy, but I want to stop, stop. He's already dead match with Orange Cassidy being just destroyed by Drew McIntyre and then establish Drew McIntyre as the dear God is anyone ever going to beat him sort of scenario? And I want Drew McIntyre to hold the title for a long time. Like I want a old school fucking RVD TV title scenario where he's holding that shit for like a year or two before someone finally can dethrone him. Uh, I didn't mention what title they would be competing for, 
but I like the uh, the white strapped belts, so I'm going to go with the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I'm going to go with that one. I really like the design on that. It's actually more gaudy than my my main card title because I'm going with the <laughs> Winged Eagle for that. But I don't care. I think the Winged Eagle, e- Eagle is a classic title, so this one can be flashier than it, but still not be as prestigious as that title. Uh, but yeah. Basically, Orange Cassidy will happen to win it. Drew McIntyre will murder him. Uh, so people f- love Orange Cassidy more. And whoever beats him doesn't really matter because Drew McIntyre will hold that belt for so long that when he does drop it, he'll just move on up to the, the main card. Uh, but that is my plan. I love everything about that plan. If you cannot work somebody saying that Orange Cassidy has been beaten to pulp. That's going to happen. Have, you have no Nigel McGuinness is going to say it. Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just making sure. As long, He's as just going to keep saying it. Yes. <laughs> over and over yes. and over. Yes. For my men's mid-card, allow me to my southern wrestling bias that is going to be the old school WCW United States heavyweight title made popular by a certain Dawsonville resident known as Bill Goldberg. <laughs> former Dawsonville resident, but yeah. Um, Honestly, right off the bat, uh, I want to do a battle royale for this. Um, Big Show never wins battle royales until he got his one win in the Andre the Giant battle. So he's definitely not going to win it. I think the first person I want to see with this title is Brody Lee. So I think I'm going to have Brody Lee come out on top of this battle royal. Got us a big boy heel. That will be fun to watch somebody like Cruz or Mysterio try to be the underdog scenario coming up, or watching big slabs of beef like Luchasaurus and Dexter Loomis go against him. Um, Seth, honestly, in this division I have created, I don't see a ton of plays for him, but I really am enjoying this Monday Night Messiah character. So maybe seeing a cross between the Monday Night Messiah and Brody Lee as the exalted one, maybe seeing them be opposing cult leaders could be an interesting feud uh, that could create battle lines in my mid card. So I think that could be fun to see. But again, I think the big thing is in this division is going to be building up either somebody like Brody Lee uh, Luchasaurus, Dexter Loomis, building them up into the main card. Um, I hate to say it, but like Ray, Big Show, and Apollo are probably forever mid card in this talent pool. But I really see uh, Dexter Lewis, Loomis, and Brody Lee and Luchasaurus as having a lot of verticality. Same with Seth; he can go anywhere, up and down the card. He can do whatever he needs to do. So I think that is how I would do that. Do you guys, just for fun, I know we didn't really say anything, do you guys first pay-per-view? Or would you steal a pay-per-view name as well, since we did already steal belts? I don't know what I would name my first pay-per-view. I would need to think about that for a while, uh, because... I don't know if I would want to theme them or steal a pay-per-view off the bat. I'm not sure. I know if I were to run a league, I would do it the way AEW does it and not do monthlies. I would do kind of quarterlies. 
Yeah, I'm uh, thinking four I a year. I don't know what I would name him. Yeah, for a year, just so you can have a big blowout and have a reason for a yeah. big blowout. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm not too sure. I would steal four. For sure. <laughs> we would open the year with Slamboree. We would move into our summer months with Bash at the Beach. Specifically, whatever the setup was in 96 where Kevin Nash broke the giant's neck. Because having that ring in the middle of like a lazy river was such a cool visual to me. I really loved it. Um, Our October pay-per-view, of course, would be Halloween Havoc. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. With all the masks I have, we can just be selling... Halloween Havoc trick-or-treat packages left, right, and center. Would you do it on Halloween? Probably. Probably. At least the weekend of Halloween. And I definitely would want to close the year out with a concept-style pay-per-view. And without a doubt, Royal Rumble. My favorite pay-per-view. And that would be a great way that at any point in time in the year I could use that to mix up my... And then throw in some surprises, you know, bring Goldberg in for a match, since I didn't draft him. Of course. You don't worry about us drafting him. Or yeah. him. He's, he's not getting any work. In the yeah, I, did, I didn't see I'd... a space for him in the yeah. forever workings. But in the one-off Mike Tyson style department, I could see it from time to time. Challenge where every year he has one, <laughs> one person come to challenge him. Yeah. Until he's 80 years old and then finally loses. Yeah, until Goldberg can't spear no more. The, the Goldberg Open will be our pay-per-view concept. He oh, goes God. to spear Otis and just destroys his shoulder <laughs> into dust because he can't move him. Yeah. Oh, oh, but man. Guys, I think we could be uh, professional wrestling bookers. I think we've got it in us. I think this uh, this proved it here. Mm, I think we could do it. it for might have. Yeah, I think the only thing is we might not be the great scout. <laughs> Because I think we may have gone real deep cut on a lot of these things. Because like as we were talking, we completely forgot about you know Adam Cole. Yeah, <laughs> was I, he was still on my list, yeah. and I I drafted two people for Undisputed Era, but yeah. I I had I know it's mean, but I already have a lot of like short guys. So like <laughs> I didn't. I already have like Daniel Bryan, and like I think MJF is kind of short, and like I and yeah. Johnny Gargano yeah. that I just couldn't yeah. fit Adam Cole, especially with Karrion Cross and like Drew McIntyre in my. Like mid and mid, uh, main and mid. I couldn't find a spot for him. Sadly. Outside of FTR and Rey Mysterio, I might need bigger doors in my facilities. <laughs> yeah, even the women in your division. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, Tessa, Charlotte, and uh, Naomi are pretty tall. Yeah. Akira, Kyrie, and Britain. Uh, we don't have to worry about Zelina at all. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, man. I I would love to see any of these combinations we put together on television. I think it could be a great time and enjoy. Granted, what WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, NXT, what everybody is doing right now is a lot (laughs) of fun to watch. It keeps us entertained. Can't wait to see crowds back. You don't realize how much you miss them until they're gone. Because silent wrestling is hard to watch. But uh, I don't have anything else. Um, Andy or Michael, do you have anything else? 
No, though I did realize you have Nyla Rose and Mandy Rose, and that could be a fun combination. Oh, the thorns. Yeah. The thorns. Yeah. There you go. No, we are this already was, on it. This is awesome, guys. Uh, thank you for uh, both of you with all your all your creative ideas that uh, that sparked the conversations around this. So it really did. Uh, another conversation that this all sparked oh, yeah. um, is. Those of you who have followed us at Too Young to Be This Old, we know our content becoming less and less uh, frequent. It has become really hard for us to be a show about nothing and our opinions. So we are going to take us a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we are working on a rebranding, coming back with concept. And while not everyone may enjoy it, it is strongly looking like wrestling is going to be the big subject we talk about. So bear with us while we get our things in order. We promise to bring you amazing wrestling content with a rebrand we will come back with hopefully in the near future. But until then, thank you for all the love and support that you have given us. We look forward to coming back stronger with a better focus and hopefully being able to go back to bringing you a weekly product like we used to. So uh, that's my feelings on it. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, Andy. I think you summed it up pretty good. Um, the uh, life has gotten a bit busier for the both of us, and uh, the uh, uh, trying to be very creative with our topics every every week or even every other week has become um, just just more than we we for- unfortunately have the time for right now. So. This isn't goodbye forever. This is I'll see you later. So yes. until then, everyone, thank you for listening. Michael, thank you for sticking it out with us and joining us on these wrestling excursions. I assume we will probably see a decent amount of you in the future still anyway. Yes, yes. I, li- <laughs> I like what I'm hearing. So. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys, y'all stay safe. Thank you for everything. Keep an eye for the relaunch. Goodbye. All right. See you guys.